Welcome to episode 17 of the Talk Android podcast. I'm Justin Herrick. Uh, usually I say I'm here with someone else, but actually this week it's just me. Uh, we've been on a hiatus. Uh, now we're back. We're, uh, you know, we're live uh, once again with episode 17. Um, so it's just me and I'll be going through the latest from the world of Android as well as uh, any questions live listeners have. So if you're listening live, uh, please ask questions. Uh, you can tweet us at TalkAndroid, or you can tweet us, uh, tweet me directly, at JustHerrick. Um, so that's on Twitter. But also, if you're watching live on YouTube, you can just uh, use the live chat feature, and I'll see if those uh, questions come in. And then, you know, it's it's perfect. Um, I can just answer it easily like that. Uh, so, you know, we've been off since I think late September, so we've missed a lot. We never got to discuss the Pixel, although, you know, our review is on the site. Um, so there's a whole bunch of stuff going on, but I'll cover the latest uh, from this week, starting with Gingerbread and Honeycomb uh, going unsupported uh, in the next update of Google Play services. So Gingerbread and Honeycomb, which are very old versions of Android, uh, they are no longer going to be supported by Play services, which really means that uh, that they're down and out. And uh, Gingerbread, if I remember correctly, uh, came out in, that would be probably 20, it was probably 2010 or 2011, uh, I think 2011. Um, early 2011, maybe. Um, and then uh, Honeycomb came with it. That was the version of Android uh, for tablets. So now they're not going to be supported anymore. And our Jeff Causey uh, wrote that story. And it's really because, um, you know, the, the distribution for them is so low. Uh, no one's on No one's on these versions of Android anymore. So Google might as well focus its resources elsewhere, which makes complete sense. Uh, we don't blame them for that. So uh, those versions are out and now that would leave, you know, the next, uh, you know, if you want to say most re recent version, it would be Ice Cream Sandwich, which launched with the Galaxy Nexus in December 2011. Uh, so, so if you have a Galaxy Nexus, Play Store services will be supported, although you can move up to uh, Android 7.0 Nougat if you go and... Um, if you go and do, uh, you know, install custom uh, ROM on your phone, which I haven't done. I do have the Galaxy Nexus, but I have not done it myself just because uh, that's that's not exactly my thing. Um, so you can go and, uh, you know, get, get a Nougat on your Galaxy Nexus. But again, Gingerbread and Honeycomb, no more Play Services support. So it's, that's done. Uh, but honestly, you shouldn't really have a phone running that old. Uh, of software, you should be you should be on something um, a lot more recent. So, uh, moving on to our next story, LG begins offering full refunds for faulty Nexus Five units. Um, I actually was unfamiliar with the story. We just broke it today uh, live, and it's um, it's because there are boot loop issues, and that's actually a common thing um, among uh, LG devices, it seems. I never had the problem when I had the LG G4, but apparently a lot of people do have this issue. Um, so if you have it, you know, let me know, let us know in the live chat or something and talk about it. Um, but yeah, the Nexus 5X is experiencing a boot loop, which just as you might assume, you know, just loops and it never gets to 
uh, start the phone. So you can uh, you can get an exchange uh, or a full refund, and LG will will uh, actually no, you cannot. You can only get a full refund as opposed to repairing the affected phone. Yeah, so you so you need to get a refund from LG if you are affected by this issue. Again, the G4 had this problem. Other uh, LG devices have had this problem. I've personally never experienced it, but it's a, a common thing because on Reddit and whatnot, um, I've seen it a lot. So if you do have it, reach out to LG and get in, you know, get in touch with them so they can uh, replace your device. Um, and it's, you know, this isn't anywhere near as bad as the Galaxy Note 7 exploding um, because you know, this is not a harmful thing. This is just merely a software uh, issue. So if you're experiencing it, just get a refund and get a new Nexus 5X and then you'll get a fresh warranty. Nothing to complain about. Uh, you know, it all works out perfectly for you. Um, so that's that's that issue. And I'm actually looking at a video of it myself. Hmm. But yeah, oh, here's actually a statement um, from LG regarding it uh, from their repair center. Um, it says, thank you for choosing LG for Electronics for your mobile device. We're sorry to hear that you experienced a problem. And then it says, to rectify the issue, we would like to offer you a full refund, uh, a refund for the full amount of your device. The amount will be determined by your sales receipt. You can refund, your refund can take approximately four weeks to receive due to the holiday. So yeah, that's, that's actually the bad part is um, it might take a bit of time because of the holidays. So um, be a little patient or maybe, well, if you're stuck in a boot loop, there's nothing you can do. Um, but, but just figure something out. You should probably get that refund. Um, yeah. And then another Reddit user confirmed this. So this is definitely real. Uh, people with the chief, uh, not with the chief four, but the Nexus 5X again are experiencing a boot loop and LG is offering full refund. So get in touch with LG for that. Just show your receipt. Um, a big story, and I actually covered it myself, so I don't have to reference anything uh, to to know about it, is uh, Xiaomi um, officially went live with uh, a special announcement. It was not an announcement for a device yet. It was an announcement for um, a global product launch at CES 2017, and we'll be there live covering it for you. So uh, Xiaomi is going to host a CES 2017 press event uh, for the whole world to see. Um, they've never done this before, and they're calling it a global product launch. And I'm looking here at the tweet. So they tweeted, hey, Vegas, we'll be at CES for the first time launching an all-new product globally. Guesses, place your bets now. So obviously with Las Vegas being you know, the gambling capital, of the world. They did the place your bets uh, joke, I guess you can say. Um, and they put a little picture of the invite where it has the Xiaomi logo and the CES logo. And above it, it says uh, it's our first time. Um, and then on the official schedule, I went to, so I went to CES's uh, official website, looked at the schedule and it does have Xiaomi there. So this is a full blown official thing. They're not just doing a little sideshow. Um, and the official Description for the event says at its CES debut, leading technology company Xiaomi will be showcasing an exciting new product that illustrates how it is pushing the boundaries of innovation. 
Xiaomi was founded based on the vision, innovation for everyone, with the belief that high-quality products built with cutting-edge technology should be made widely accessible. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're going big. Um, the big expectation is that this is going to be for um, for a phone that might actually be available in the U.S. Um, they sell a couple things here in the U.S. Something that uh, um, they sell things like uh, headphones, battery packs, and a couple other things. Um, but they've really never gone all out with a phone. Even their phones haven't been widely distributed overseas. They've really focused every phone on a specific market. And for years now, um, they've teased us, you know, thinking that soon we would get a Xiaomi phone in the US or North America, I guess you could say, or just really globally available. It doesn't have to be the US just because we're largely based here. Um, so, so the expectation is now it's gonna happen. And remember, uh, I think it might've been last year, or maybe two years ago, when that third party retailer was selling their phones in the US. And the big problem why you can't use the Xiaomi phone here in the US is because of carrier networks in the US. Uh, they're so strict and whatnot. So it's very difficult to get your phone working on carrier networks, at, at least on all of the bands, because on, G on GSM networks, it's very easy, but it's on all of the bands. Like T-Mobile has band 12, I believe AT&T has band four, and those are to get you know better reception in rural areas, uh, in buildings. So these bands are very important. And uh, if you remember when OnePlus launched the OnePlus X, they uh, went without band 12 and band four, I believe it was for the OnePlus X. Um, so a lot of people were skeptical to buy that phone, and, um, so Xiaomi wants to get that right, and they did an interview with, uh, with Engadget, Hugo Barra, who actually used to work for Google, he was Android's head, um, he, he's now the global vice president of, uh, of, um, Xiaomi. He, he joined, I believe, in 2013. Um, he did a sit-down interview with, uh, and gadget, and he revealed that yes, it is because of uh, the the. I'm speaking on the um, on the U.S. Uh, entrance for Xiaomi. Um, they haven't done it yet because one, the U.S. carrier networks, and two, they want to analyze the market. They just don't want to get in here and flop, similar to other companies that we won't name. Um, so they want to get that right, and that means uh, they are testing in the U.S. So you may just happen to find someone with one if they're a Xiaomi employee in the US. Um, and so they're they're testing the phones here in the US and whatnot. And soon uh, in 2017, they could release it. And in the post that I did on this uh, CES invite going out, um, I wrote about it, you know, it seems like it's finally going to happen between, you know, Xiaomi testing on US networks and uh, and doing the CES thing, because why come here if you're just going to release the products overseas? I know CES is a global show, but it doesn't really make sense. Um, it doesn't really make sense to do something here if you're not going to release the products here. But again, we don't even know if it's a phone. So um, so it could be it could be a smartwatch for all we know. It doesn't have to be a phone from Xiaomi. And so I speculated that it's likely a phone, and they reached out to me with a comment to clear the air that, uh, you know, they're not saying what this is for, and uh, they wanted to reach out to clarify that final market availability has not yet been determined, and that will be available soon. So uh, they're they're not trying to get people too excited yet. Um, 
So we'll just have to we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, I really hope they get here because I I do have a Xiaomi phone. Not that I use it. I use it just on my Wi-Fi network at home. Um, I'm trying to think of what, which one it is. I think it's the the uh, the Redmi Pro or something. And it's actually a very nice phone. Um, and I've long thought that uh, I've long thought that. Uh, Xiaomi could be successful here because their prices are low. Their devices aren't cheaply made or anything. And the software, I mean, I know a lot of people are not into Chinese software. Um, but uh, Xiaomi does a really good job, and they have for years. Because I, I actually had um, my UI, which is their software overlay. You know how, like, HTC has Sense. Samsung has uh, TouchWiz. So I've had I had my UI on my original Motorola Droid back back in uh, 20, 2010, 2011. And um, you know, I loved it then and it's only become a lot more beautiful. You know, it's very similar to iOS, but that's how all of the Chinese uh, software overlays are. Um, and so on the Redmi Pro, which is what I have now and it's based on Marshmallow, um, so it's a re recent version of Android. Uh, it's actually really nice. You know, it's intuitive. There's a lot to do with it. Um, it all makes sense. So it's very interesting to see. It'll be very interesting to see if Xiaomi comes here, they enter in here with whatever phone they do, what they price it at, because I, I think it's a false belief to think that Xiaomi would show up and they would charge, you know, for uh, 500, 600, 700, 800 bucks for a phone. And that's not them. But here you especially can't do it because no company can do it if they're not Samsung or Apple. Uh, so it's 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 a lot more of a struggle. Um, and so they need to price their phone. I, I would say the most they could do is 400. But I think even then that segment is being uh, crowded. So if you look at like the Honor 8, that's 399, although if, for the holidays, it's on sale. Uh, the OnePlus 3 or OnePlus 3T, uh, the Moto Z Play, phones like that. You know, we're starting to get that upper mid-range segment that's very crowded. And it's hard to say if someone will come out on top. That's why I think, like, what Lo with uh, what Loico's doing with uh, the LePro 3, how that's you can get it on sale for $299. That's a fantastic deal. I'm not that much of a fan uh, of the software on the Loico uh, Pro 3, but... It's it's a good value because the phone itself, the camera, the screen, everything about it is good. The software can be tweaked, but that's that can be fixed. Um, but so Xiaomi, I would say, needs to come in with a phone no more than say three fifty or so. Um, so that would be uh, that would be ideal. Um, the next story we have is gone is Google Cast branding awkward quote. Chromecast built in replaces it. Uh, so this week, uh, Variety's Janko Rogers uncovered that Google has switched the branding from Google Cast over to Chromecast built in. So um, last year, and it wasn't uh, that that late last year, um, Google rebranded from saying Google Cast, which is the technology, that's what it's officially known as, uh, they rebranded that to, uh, I'm sorry, they rebranded the Chromecast terminology to Google Cast because it's more open. You have things like Vizio smart speakers, Philips TVs, uh, Android TV set-top boxes and whatnot. They run, uh, they, they have Google, Google Cast technology. So they switched over from using Chromecast terminology to Google Cast, which was terrific because it's more inclusive. 
It's easy to understand. Everyone knows what it does. It's not device specific. It moves. Uh, it translates very well across different different uh, mediums. So now, and they even rebranded the Chromecast app, if you recall, they, to Google Cast. But then remember, uh, in October of this year, they rebranded the app from Google Cast to Google Home, which kind of doesn't really make sense. Although I know, again, Google Cast technology is in Google Home, but it doesn't quite make sense to have the in, the entire app be named after a device when the uh, devices aren't like it. So it's it's a little odd, but anyways, they switched it over. And so Janko Rogers of Variety uncovered it. And then Google publicly, a few days ago, um, they said uh, on Twitter, from Google Cast to Chromecast, new name on Twitter, same device you know, stream and love. So they're now doing this, quote, Chromecast built-in branding, which is very confusing because it's device-specific. And they've already changed everything on their websites, um, and even, uh, you know, retailers are starting are starting to uh, to switch over and say Chromecast built-in. Same with Google's partners making devices like Vizio and Philips. Um, so now it's all about this, um, you know, Chromecast built-in terminology, which is really confusing. And, um, you know, I, I, I said in my post that I did on it that they're, they're doing, Google's uh, making the wrong move in two ways. One, uh, you know, it's confusing for for consumers because because they're seeing Chromecast built in, and they're not getting a. I mean, they're getting a Chromecast built in, but it's hard to explain. But Google Cast makes a lot more sense because it's it's a more wide open technology. But even worse is for Google's partners because of uh, the way it's phrased. If a consumer sees it and they search Chromecast now. They might just buy the Chromecast because it's, they see it's thirty-five dollars or uh, seventy bucks or whatever Chromecast Ultra is. Uh, they'll go for that. So um, you know you can't. You know I don't. I don't get why the switch happens. So the, these partners are now promoting Google's device, and it makes me wonder why this happened. You know, was there some type of deal that Google's partners had to uh, had to cut? And, you know, uh, I actually asked Variety's Janko Rogers if he believes that uh, that Google did this because he did a he did an exclusive report on Variety.com saying that Google was in discussions with many companies about creating Google Home-like devices. So Google would license out the way companies can make a Google Home-like device. Like Vizio already has smart speakers, but it would be able to hear you and communicate with you. Um, and I wondered, you know, did Google cut a deal with its partners to uh, to make to make uh, to allow them to make these devices? They had to do this Chromecast built-in branding. He doesn't think that's the case. I think there's a slight possibility because why would these partners? openly welcome Chromecast built-in branding if it promotes another device. Google Cast, again, I'll say it was more inclusive. It's not nearly as beneficial. So these partners are going to lose out when a consumer now looks up what a Chromecast is, and maybe they do buy a Chromecast or Chromecast Ultra or a Chromecast Audio. So, um, you know, it's, it's a very awkward spot for both consumers and Google's partners. We'll just have to see. Uh, what happens there, but um, I do believe there was a deal cut 
between Google and its partners to allow them to make home devices. Um, but we'll just have to uh, wait and see. So the next item on our list to cover, and again, let we, actually, before I get to that, I'll say, if you're listening live and you have questions, ask away. Again, on Twitter, you can tweet um, at TalkAndroid or at Just Herrick, which is my name. I'm Justin Herrick. Or you can just, if uh, you're on YouTube, uh, if you're on YouTube or Google Plus watching live, you can simply um, just join our live chat. So we have Gina uh, Bitender. She won our Honorate giveaway. So we're doing holiday, giveaway, holiday giveaways all throughout the holidays. And Gina actually won an Honorate prize bundle. Uh, she's in this live chat. So if you're listening live like Gina is or watching live, uh, you can comment and uh, chat with us, ask questions, um, and we will answer them for you. Or actually, I will because I'm solo this week. So back to the news, um, Android 7.0 Nougat is Nougat is running out uh, to uh, to many phones uh, a lot quicker than expected. I think quicker than Marshmallow went out. Marshmallow took you know six months for a lot of phones, but now it's going out to a bunch. Uh, Samsung is testing it in a beta program on the Galaxy S7 and S7 Edge, um, but it's actually rolled out live to a few devices. It's live on the Moto Z, Moto Z Force, and HTC 10 actually today. On November 25th, um, it went live for the H the unlocked HTC 10 in the United States. Uh, the next bit, Robin is testing it in a beta program along with uh, Paranoid uh, Android, which is a ROM. So those two teams, Nextbit and Paranoid, are working together to get uh, Nougat on the Robin. And also OnePlus is working on getting the OnePlus 3 and OnePlus 3T upgraded to Nougat, so that's on its way. And so I'll just give a little update on Android distribution, if I have that. Um, the numbers didn't change all that much, but Nougat did get on the list. So let's get that up for you. Let's see. Hmm. I'm not actually finding it for some reason. Android distribution. Here we go. Okay, so November 2016, here is the breakdown for it. Uh, Froyo is still hanging on with 0.1%, gingerbread at 1.3%, ice cream sandwich 1.3%, jelly bean totals around um, six, around 13%. Kit Kat has 25.2%, lollipop has about uh, 34%. Uh, Marshmallow has 24% even, which is a nice uh, boost. And Nougat, uh, Nougat, sorry, I always pronounce it wrong. Nougat is now on 0.3%. Uh, it joins us, so that's pretty low, but that's because uh, the only phone from from uh, the month of October that, that rolled out was... Uh, was the Pixel and also existing Nexus devices, a couple of them like the Nexus 5X, uh, Nexus 9, Nexus 6P, they have it too. Uh, so so Nougat is a little low. We need to wait for devices like the Galaxy S7, S7 Edge, um, you know, LG G5, you know, the heavy hitters to, to join in before we've really seen Nougat uh, build up past, you know, the, the real small numbers. So, uh, and speaking of the Pixel, uh, it was updated. It uh, in Canada at least. I don't know why this hasn't rolled out globally yet. Um, in Canada, there are two new gestures: uh, double tap to wake. So if you've ever used uh, HTC phones, they have it. 
because of the uh, because of the sensors. Uh, I believe HTC calls them motion gestures. Uh, there's a special sensor slash motor inside that uh, when the screen is off and you double tap it, it wakes the screen. LG's phones have this too. Um, I think Nokia used it on Windows Phone at, uh, at one point, not that sure. And then another one is uh, Lyft to check your phone. So that's one that we saw on uh, devices like the Moto X Pure Edition and other uh, Moto devices. So that's rolling out in Canada. We're waiting for it here in the US and beyond, uh, but it is live for the Canadian Pixel. So if you're in Canada, let us know how it is. Um, another story that we are watching this week, and in, an interesting one actually, if you are a fan of watching Apple and Samsung uh, go to war, is the preparation of uh, a Galaxy S7 Edge in glossy black. So when the iPhone 7 launched uh, in September, Apple introduced a jet black, I believe it's jet black. Um, it's a glossy, it's a glossy black and it's shiny. Um, it actually looks really nice. I've seen it in person. It is a fingerprint magnet, but, but uh, what isn't at this point? Um, so glossy black Galaxy S7 Edge is in the works. Samsung, uh, actually, they didn't release pictures, but pictures of it did leak, and I'm actually looking at it. Again, it's really just a shiny Galaxy S7 Edge. I mean, if you can see, I guess, maybe, yeah. Well, that's that's what it looks like, and then this is its back. Um, you know, it looks nice. It's just another option. I don't think there's there's much to see into it. Um, I One thing I, I don't get about Samsung is when it releases color options so late, um, and, you know, they did that with the Blue Coral, uh, Galaxy S7 and S7 Edge, because the Galaxy Note 7 was supposed to come in Blue Coral, but obviously got recalled. But Samsung frequently does this, like, it just releases limited editions and different color options way after the phone is released. Um, so that's a little disappointing, but it is what it is. So keep your eye out for I, Galaxy S7 in glossy black. Uh, it's pretty neat. We don't know what markets it'll come to, though. We'll just have to wait and see. Uh, what else do we have this week? The OnePlus 3T is official. There's not all that much different with it. Um, it just has a higher price tag for a better processor, a bigger battery, and better cameras, I believe. Um, so it costs... Let me get the price for you so I get this right. So it costs $439, while the OnePlus 3 was $399. So OnePlus... You know, everyone loved OnePlus for uh, doing phones that were affordable. Like the OnePlus X was, I want to say, two forty nine around there. Uh, the OnePlus three T is four thirty nine. The OnePlus three was uh, three ninety nine. So they're really jacking up the price, and then I think that takes away the appeal of OnePlus devices because you know. You, you come to expect affordability and then the company keeps jacking up the price and it gets out of control. And I think that, you know, you look at Lenovo now with Motorola, well, the Moto, the Moto brand, the Moto Z is not nearly as popular as it was. Uh, it's not near, nearly as popular as say the Moto X Pure Edition was because that, you know, the Moto Z cost 700 something dollars uh, off contract while the Moto X was simply uh, $399 off contract and it was unlocked. Um, so, you know, it's a little funky, but 
OnePlus should be very careful uh, because I think crossing that $400 mark is pretty risky for a company like them. Um, yeah, so OnePlus 3T out now. It's very similar to the OnePlus 3, and it's fully replacing the OnePlus 3. So you cannot get the OnePlus 3 anywhere. Now you have to get the OnePlus 3T. So you have to spend the extra, what is it, 30 bucks uh, for, or 40 bucks, or for, for uh, 40 bucks. 439? I forget what I said, but whatever it is, it's, it's you know, around 40 bucks more expensive. Uh, so just be a little weary for that. And uh, it's not running Nougat yet. As I said before, uh, OnePlus is working on that. They merged the Oxygen OS and Hydrogen OS teams uh, to be working on one version uh, for both uh, the China version of the one of OnePlus phones and the the rest of the world. So uh, Nougat should be here for the OnePlus three and OnePlus three T in uh, December twenty sixteen. They're testing it right now. Uh, there's a community build out, so just be on the lookout for that. Um, another story we have, and this is actually a very interesting one because uh, I think on one of the earliest, uh, one of the earliest episodes of the Talk Android podcast, um, you know, I said HTC going out of business, uh, you know, is maybe isn't that far off. And I didn't say what happened immediately, but you know, within say two years. And I also said, I believe I said uh, Acer would buy them or something. Um, so re a report came out on November 21st from my drivers that HTC is uh, considering selling off its mobile business. And we, we've heard a lot of struggling companies uh, interested in getting out of the mobile business like Sony. And Sony, I think everyone can agree, should get the hell out of the mobile business. Uh, but HTC is one that if they did things right, they could really be competitive. But they make a lot of questionable decisions where you, you know, you scratch your head and you wonder why they do it. And then they struggle like the HTC 10, you know, that was a good phone, but how they went about launching it was a little confusing. So a report came out from my driver saying that the company was interested in selling its mobile business, but then uh, HTC gave a statement to Android Central and denied a potential sale. Um, you know, they've, they obviously will not give any uh, credit to um, credit to this, but we're, we're going to, that we're going to have to really monitor and see what happens. But here's a little inside information that I'll exclusively share with you on the Talk Android podcast. Um, HTC just switched to, uh, they, you know, they have multiple divisions. Like you see on Twitter, there's HTC USA, HTC UK, HTC India, uh, because they release certain devices for, for specific markets. But they recently, and I mean this week, uh, right before the holidays, they let go of uh, of a very prominent uh, public relations executive for HTC USA, and uh, this person just replaced someone that is now with another company that's in the U.S. Uh, or making moves in the U.S. So they got rid. Well, they they lost their top PR person for HTC USA uh this some this past summer and then now they just let go of their um their uh their 
you know, brief lead for HTC USA. And now a global director will handle all public relations for HTC. So that's a very interesting thought. It seems like it's cost cutting. Maybe it could be to reduce, you know, uh, overhead in terms of management. But it's going to be very interesting to see how HTC goes about its products, launches, review units, and everything. And we'll keep you updated on, on that. So just keep an eye on HTC in spring and summer 2017 because this is really a story where uh, if things don't, you know, turn around greatly for HTC next year in the first and se first, second, and third quarter, uh, we could really see a turnaround. Uh, uh, not if we do see a turnaround, you know, it'd be great. But if we don't, we could see them sell the mobile division. And I still think Acer would be the top company to buy by that mobile division because Acer America is a very strong uh, brand for everything really but phones. And getting HTC would be a perfect walk-in to cell phones in the U.S. So uh, keep an eye on that. And uh, with that, we've run out of news. So now I'll just cover uh, some random things. We have great reviews on the site. Like I just reviewed the Lenovo Yoga Book. Uh, what else do we have out there? Yeah, we just did, actually we did a bunch of stuff. So I'll, I'll get a list going. Um, we reviewed recently, since we've been away from you guys, we have, let's see. Yeah, we have that. Okay, so we've reviewed Samsung's Gear Icon X, which is uh, a pair of wireless uh, earbuds. We did the Tile Mate review, uh, Syllable D900 mini wireless earbuds, the Gi 4K action camera, the Bamboo Slate and Bamboo Folio. Then uh, for the really good stuff, we reviewed the LG V uh, V20, which Brad Ward said is the G5 without modules. Uh, that's a very interesting review. Brad also reviewed the Alcatel Idol 4S and said it's a flagship phone in mid-range clothes, which is interesting. Uh, our Kevin Arnold, who's the newest member of the team, uh, he reviewed the Huawei Fit, and the heading is the good, the bad, and the active. Kevin's review is actually very interesting. He goes into great detail um, on the Huawei Fit, which is an activity tracker, and for the holidays, it's on sale. So read his review and then consider buying it. Um, Jared Peters reviewed the Google Pixel, and he said in his caption, Google shows how it's done. And uh, that's actually the phone that I'm using. So if you saw before, um, I'm using the Pixel myself. Uh, this is it. I have it in very silver. You can also get it in great names. Uh, cool, uh, is it quite black? Or quite, yeah, quite black, really silver, and something blue. I forget what the blue is. Uh, really, really blue? No, maybe really blue, or I forget what it is. Uh, great names, though. Jared reviewed the Google Pixel, and Jared also did a camera shootout. Um, and you know, cameras are highly, uh, highly subjective things. Uh, thing on phones. So just check out his camera shootout, and you'll see he put the uh, he did the Google Pixel, uh, One Plus Three, and iPhone Seven against each other, which is it's a fascinating look that he does. He goes into great detail on that, so be sure to read his his camera shootout. Um, I reviewed the Lenovo Yoga Book, and I said the big effort for an Android laptop misses uh, that review. I loved the hardware for the most part. I love the design, really. That's what it was. The design is beautiful, uh, but the software and stuff an Android laptop doesn't make sense, and Android tablets still aren't there. Um, 
So we have those reviews, and then guides. Our Brad Ward is like our guide guy. Uh, he's been doing a bunch of them, so you can go and check out our guide section. Um, our holiday gift guides are coming up. And speaking of the holidays, uh, we have the holiday giveaway twenty uh, holiday giveaway series twenty sixteen. We're giving away a whole bunch of stuff every week. We started on uh, November seventh, and we're doing it all the way through the week of December twelfth, I believe. Yes, December twelfth. So November seventh, we gave away the Honor Eight prize bundle, which one of our listeners on the live stream. Uh, she she commented, but she's the one that won the Honor 8 prize bundle, and she loves the phone. Um, week two, we gave away uh, three prize bundles, which each included a Moto G4 Play. And now week three, which ends on uh, the last day to enter, would be Sunday, November 27th. Um, we're giving away a Tilt, or T-Y-L-T, uh, Energy Pro Power Backpack. So that was a product on Indiegogo. It's a beautiful backpack. I personally have one. Um, you get a 20,000 mAh battery built into the backpack, and you can charge everything, your laptop, smartwatch, phone, tablet, everything. Um, so all you have to do is go onto uh, the website, uh, talkandroid.com. We have a banner up top that says, um, you know, Talk Android Holiday Giveaway 2016. You click on that, it brings you to a page that has the links to the different giveaways. You go to it and you enter, it's easy. Uh, you can enter by leaving a blog post comment, following us on Twitter, following Tilt on Twitter, uh, visiting us on Facebook, tweeting about the giveaway, all these different options. Over a thousand people have entered this giveaway for the Energy Pro Power Backpack from Tilt. Uh, so get in there, believe me, you would love this backpack, whether you're going on a hike, uh, whether you're at the airport, if you're at school, whatever you're doing, this backpack would be absolutely perfect. Believe me, I have one myself. Um, we're doing another giveaway November 28th. I can't really tell you what it is. It's a phone. Um, I can't say who it's from. Uh, November 5th? I actually don't even remember. We're doing so many giveaways. And these prize bundles include cases, uh, chargers, all different accessories. Uh, so November, November 28th, we are doing... I'm just getting the little list of products that we're giving away, so I could share that with you. Let's see where my list is. Here we go. So first we did the Honor 8 prize bundle, then we did the three Moto G4 plays, then we, we're currently doing the Tilt Energy Pro Power Backpack. So next week is a phone along with a, K a micro USB cable, a special micro USB cable. Um, the Tron, I can't, actually can't say, a Tron Smart power bank, I guess I'll say it. Um, a Tron Smart USB charger, a Tudia clear, and actually three cases from Tudia. So we're doing a phone there. And then the final two weeks, we're also doing phones. So uh, we're doing f six phones in the final two weeks from a special brand that loves us and we love them and you love them we all love them uh and prize bundles so we have a lot of stuff phones 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 so after this week we're going to be giving away seven phones for the next three weeks through the holidays so that's the talk android holiday giveaway series 2016 so make sure you get on that believe me you that is not something uh to miss and it's currently black friday so i just thought if you're listening live or you're going to be listening today or this weekend i would give you a rundown of uh some great deals so if you go to talkandroid.com slash tag slash black hyphen friday hyphen 2016 uh you'll get all of uh all tech black friday deals 
that we're covering, HTC is doing a couple. Um, I'll read my favorite from there. They're doing the HTC, HTC 10 for $4.99, and they offer a payment plan, so that's a great deal. You could get the 189 off contract. This is for $275. Um, you could get the Under Armour Health Box for 300 or the UA Band for 75 the Re-Camera for 75 and 40% off of all accessories. So that's a terrific deal. Um, Lenovo is doing stuff for the Moto brand. They have, uh, the Moto, they have just a whole bunch with uh, the Moto Z Droid, Moto Z uh, Force Droid, Moto Z Play Droid, and then the unlocked versions of those phones uh, for, you know, a couple hundred bucks. It's kind of expensive. Um, and then they do have last year's Moto 360 for $249, a starting price. So that's actually a great deal. And that ends Monday. A lot of these end Monday, even though they're called Black Friday deals because they're just bundling it with Cyber Monday. Uh, Huawei's deals include uh, ones that stand out for me, the Huawei Fit for 99 bucks. That's a good savings. But especially the Honor 8. The Honor 8 I saw actually earlier this morning was on Amazon for 250 It's normally 400 bucks, so 250 for that phone is terrific. And our Peter Holden will have that review of the phone coming up in case you've been a little, a little hesitant on buying it. But I would say that's a good buy of a phone. I, I personally own it too. Um, so that's two, $299, but you might be able to find it for less, and that's an Amazon Best Buy Newegg and B&H photo. Um, or you can get $200 off the Huawei watch from November 21st to December 2nd at Amazon Best Buy Newegg Google Store and B&H photo. We also have deals. The Google Home from a bunch of retailers is on sale for $99 instead of $129. Great deal, and it comes with six, it comes with, uh, six months of YouTube Red, which also covers Google Play Music. Um, Blackberry's doing deals, NVIDIA's doing deals. NVIDIA's, if you have an Android, uh, if you have their Android TV set-top box for their tablets, plenty of great deals on Android games or GeForce Now titles. Uh, ZTE is doing two, two sets of deals on the Axon 7 Mini and Axon 7. So you can get the Axon 7 Mini for uh, $199 or $249, or you can get the Axon 7 for $349. Uh, so that's different retailers. Go to our site to see specific ones. T-Mobile's doing a bunch. Verizon's doing a bunch. Sprint has it. Uh, on Talk Android Deals, which is our deal site, we have uh, deals going on. We did our pick, so if you go right now, it's in a featured box. You'll be able to see it. Um, Amazon is doing stuff on their devices. Great. De this is actually among my favorite uh, set of deals. So you can get the Echo for 22% off, which brings the price down to $139. You can get the uh, tap for 89 or you can get the dot for 39 You can get a fire for $33, which is cheaper than ever. You can get a fire with the essentials for 51 bucks. You can get the HD Fire 6. Uh, I'm sorry, the Fire HD 6 for 69 Fire HD 8 for 59 uh, And then they have their streaming, uh, their media players. Fire TV 6 for 29 Fire TV for 74 Fire TV... Uh, gaming edition for 114. So those are terrific deals. And Amazon obviously has a huge amount of deals on everything. Uh, Google is doing a few things. Google Store has a few things. Uh, they're not that great, really. Um, Amazon has this, the Speria X from Sony for uh, $299, so $100 off. But my favorite deal is Samsung's Gear S3 Frontier or Classic, whichever one you want. It's normally $349. You can get it for $299, but it's sold out at a bunch of places. At the time that we published our post, 
Amazon with the um, with the classic, and I'm actually looking at it right now. It sold out. Was the only place uh, to get it. It's out of stock everywhere. You can buy it from Samsung, Best Buy, Amazon, or Macy's for $2.99, but it's out of stock everywhere. Maybe your local store has it, uh, so try that. Those are all of the Black Friday deals we're monitoring um, right now. So um, that does it for this episode of the Talk Android podcast. You can watch this podcast on YouTube or listen on Google Play, Pocket Cast, TuneIn, Stitcher, Player FM, and SoundCloud. So subscribe and listen on all of those. And we got one question from a listener, Gina Bitender asked, um, what phone is your daily driver and why? So I have the Google Pixel. Um, I bought it at launch because, um, you know, I, I'm like, a, a, you know, a lot of people I love, uh, I love Google made products um, just because you get the way, you get a device that Google uh, you, you get a device the way Google envisions Android. Um, so, you know, I like it. I, I have the Pixel XL, perfect size to me, build quality is nice. The camera is out of this world. I like it more than Samsung's cameras, and I know a lot of people love Samsung cameras. Um, so, yeah, the Google Pixel, because I love the camera, build quality. Um, the display is nice. Battery life is pretty good. Um, I think I got better battery life on my Galaxy S7 Edge. No complaints, though, so far about the Pixel outside of wiggly buttons on the side, but that happens. Um, but that does actually secretly kill me inside. Um, so again, you can subscribe to us on a bunch of platforms, so you can listen to this podcast, or you can just watch it on YouTube. Uh, remember, you can go to talkandroid.com for 27 coverage of all things Android, and you can go to deals.talkandroid.com for great products with steep discounts you won't find anywhere else. Believe me, we have exclusive deals you won't find anywhere else, and they are very, very good, especially by the holidays, and everything is arriving by Christmas Eve. So if you order now, you will get it by Christmas Eve. Um, for everyone at Talk Android, I'm Justin Herrick, and I thank you, we all thank you, for listening to the Talk Android podcast.